BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to The Bear of Texas Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. This is the Bear of Texas reporting live from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, today's video game subject is Tekken 3. Tekken 3, the third installment of the Tekken series. Quite honestly, one of the most unique, coolest, and Amazing fighting games ever made. You know, aside from professional wrestling games that really I really loved, I think Tekken 3 is the game that really got me into those fighting games. Some might say, why not Mortal Kombat? Well, I wouldn't have... Wouldn't Mortal Kombat certainly is great, but it wasn't my first fighting game. It was Tekken 3. But as far as Mortal, Mortal Kombat goes... The games, you know, the Mortal Kombat games I remember the most is obviously Mortal Kombat 4, that arcade game, which was also on the PS1 and the Nintendo 64, but I never played it on that. That's how, that's how I got introduced to Tekken 3, by the way. It was actually on the arcade, but as far as Mortal Kombat goes, the games I remember the most is Deadly Alliance, Mortal Kombat Deception. And that's pretty much it. I mean, Mortal Kombat Deception is the one I've played the most. There was one called Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, which actually was... Surprisingly different than the than the other games. I mean, you play as Liu Kang and Kung Lao and embark on a journey. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. I, I feel like it was like some, some sort of a, like a mini game overall because it doesn't take place in an arena. There's no tournament. But anyway, when I played Tekken Three in an arcade in 2002 at the age of nine, holy shit, was I hooked! You know. The, the, the characters, you know, the fighting style, I mean, the gameplay, everything. The concept of the core fighting system was just, was absolutely unbelievable. I mean, the game movements as well, the controls, it, it was all fun. I was mesmerized. I was like, dude, this is, this is so cool. This is so cool. Now, the game, the arcade version uh, came out, I believe, in 1997. And then in 1998, they decided to they decided to release a, a, a version of it for the original PlayStation. And I believe in, I was told in, in 2005 the, the arcade version of the game came out on the PS2. And from what I'm told, it, it was part of the Tekken 5's arcade history mode, so I never played. I mean, I mean Tekken 3 and Tekken 4 were the only ones I actually played and, and actually got deep into it. I mean, after that, I kind of lost interest. But 
but Tekken three is arguably is my favorite. You know, Tekken three, you know, a whole new list of characters. You know, they debuted, you know, such characters like Jin, uh, Ling, uh, Sayoyu. I'm not. I don't even know how to pronounce her name, so I'm sorry. But I, but I know. I know that you got y'all know what I'm talking about. Brian also made his debut. Eddie, uh, Harong, twenty three new characters. I mean, it was cool. Okay. Aside from the from the regular story mode, you know, keep in mind, you know, of course, there's always a new King of the Iron Fist tournament. I mean, that's why it's called Tekken Three. It's the third King of the King of the Iron Fist tournament. So that's that's the story mode, right? Yeah, you compete in the tournament and you win it. That's the story. So of course, you know, well, playing in the arcade, I never did the story mode. I was always playing with a friend or with a computer or whatever. I never actually had the game myself, so I, I never actually played. The the original like the the plot gameplay of that game, I always played Tekken three with a friend like against against a friend, like the the direct sequel Tekken four, which uh, when my dad bought me a PS two um, in two thousand three, he remembers you know me being obsessed with Tekken three, but he saw that and he actually thought that Tekken four was the game, but I was like told my dad, well this is the newer one, this is the the sequel, but it's okay, thank you dad. You know, came out in uh. I believe okay. I'm not sure when it, I think it came out in 2001 on the on the, on the on the PlayStation, but I didn't get it till 2003. But I'm still grateful because I still love the game. But Tekken Four was really was was when exactly was when I actually got into the when I was actually playing the the story the story itself. I wasn't just playing multiplayer with my friends. And of course, uh, placed on the on Tekken Three, they they introduced a new uh, something new. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was it was some sort of mini game in the game. I, I think it was called Tekken Force. Yes, that's right. It was Tekken Force. It was actually it was it was the it was the mini game where you're in the player in various stages. You're playing. You're fighting these enemies and like that. Like you're just fighting a bunch of bad guys. Like you're just it, it, it's it's like a kung fu film. You're one dude. You're fighting. You're fighting. A, you're beating up a bunch of a bunch of people. And I th- I thought that was that, that was fun. I mean I I would always use that as practice. You know because there was that, I believe in Tekken Four. There was also one, but you you would fight all, all these guys as well. But it, it's just it, it, it's just been so long, so it, it's hard for me to remember. Okay, yes, Tekken Four did it did be, it did include it's called the beat it, beat 'em up uh, mini game. So I mean, it's called Tekken Force in the game, but but I know that you video game nerds out there know ex- exactly what I am talking about. And the Tekken Force, you know, mini game in Tekken Four was a whole lot of fun. I mean. I would use that. I would. I would utilize th- that to actually practice because it would allow me to practice the moves and everything. Because on King of the Iron Fist, I never played on easy because I felt like <laughs> easily beating my opponent, having a perfect thingy without getting touched. That's no, that's that's no fun. Now, if I'm playing against my friend, then yeah, that's different. But I was not playing with my friend. Now, going to the the characters in Tekken Three. As far as the new characters go, you know, there's just so many of them, and I never played. Yeah, I never played the, any of the first two, but playing. I remember Panda, Ogre, you know, King, the, Julia Chang, Jin Kazama, Harong, Eddie Gordo, Brian Furry. Wow. But of course, when you're playing on the arcade, all the characters are already unlocked, so. I I never thought that the, the the characters would have to be unlocked in the game, but I remember a friend of mine who had it on, on the PS One. 
Yeah, he, he, I asked him, well, how do you unlock, how do you unlock the character? He says, you just play the story, and once you, you just do the tournament over and over again, and based on how you do, you unlock a certain character, so, so I said, well, that, that, that's what makes the game interesting, you actually unlock the characters, and that's what I did in Tekken 4. I mean, I know in Tekken 4, I mean, I, I guess the, the last, uh, the last unlockable player would be none other than, uh, Heihachi, of course, you know, Heihachi is the master, right? He's the one who announces the tournaments. So, uh, so if I remember, yeah, Heihachi Mishima, I, I, I would imagine he was the boss. He, I mean, I remember in Tekken 4, he was the final opponent, so he was obviously the guy you had to beat, but I don't remember, I don't know exactly how it was in Tekken 3, because keep, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I never played the story mode on Tekken 3. It was all just the arcade and, you know, and, you know one-on-one -on -one with, with, uh, with my friend. I did, I, and that was the same thing for me as far as Tekken Tag goes. I remember on the, on the PS2 there was Tekken Tag, but I, n I never played the story mode in that. I would always play against my friends. I would, I mean, I love that, you know, Tekken Tag. I would always play, I would always play as Jin and, uh, and Kazuya. Kazuya in Tekken 4 was reintroduced, uh, if you remember the, the opening, uh, the opening video of Tekken 4, when Heihachi's forces raid some sort of building, I think to, because Heihachi, I, I think he has the, he has a plan, he, like, he wants to be immortal, but he lacks some sort of, uh, I'm not sure, I, you know, I'm not having a hard time, so I, I'm actually gonna look it up right now, on Tekken 4, because I, I really wanna go through the, I really wanna, you know, remember everything, I, I wanna kinda, like, relearn, but I just, because the, the first thing I remember about Tekken 4 is that Kazuya, it, it reveals Kazuya's story, that he had died pre, he had like died twenty years prior. Because I remember in the video, it shows you uh, Heihachi dro dropping Kazuya's body into a volcano. So, so I, okay, so it's after okay, so it's Tekken Four takes place two years after the the third tournament, the events of Tekken Three. Heihachi, uh, okay, and remember how Ogre Ogre, how he was like immortal in the third game, like yeah. So and Heihachi wants to be immortal, so he has samples of Ogre's blood. And his tissues, and he wants to so he can splice it with his with his own genome, okay, so he can be immortal. But apparently, it doesn't work because Heihachi lacks some sort of gene, and his grandson Jin possesses it, but but Jin's missing. But then it's learned that Kazuya, of course, you know who dropped in the volcano twenty years prior, has the this gene, which is known as the Devil Gene, and of course Heihachi killed him twenty years prior. His body is actually stored in the labs of that building. So, so basically, when, when those when Heihachi's forces raid that building, their their goal is to find the remains of uh, of Kazuya, and and to get that that devil gene to to help uh, Heihachi become immortal. But then you remember in the game, you know, Heihachi's like is doing pretty freaking well. <laughs> so it, it was just pretty good to see, you know. It was just to see how you know Kazuya himself is there, you know, and he was revived. He was brought back to life. So I would have figured, you know, after seeing that video for the first time, I was like, so it's only fair that I play this tournament as Kazuya because if I'm gonna beat Heihachi at the end, it should be with Kazuya because it only makes sense. But I don't quite remember. I'm pretty sure that Kazuya was already unlocked when the game started. I could be wrong, but I don't remember because keep in mind. It's been last time I played the game was in two thousand was two thousand four two thousand five. It's been it's been over fifteen years. So 
But I was just I was just memorizing because I just love how you know second forth the story you know the plot of it is just absolutely unique. And you know, of course, hey Hachi, being the guy who wants to be immortal, but huh, it's really not going to be easy for him. And with Kazuya on his ass, you know, for revenge. I mean, knowing hey Hachi the way I do, well, hey Hachi is, is is fearless. He doesn't fear anybody. He's willing to fight anybody. He's he's going to do what it takes to get what he wants, but. It was pretty freaking cool, but as I'm looking at Tekken 3, not surprisingly, Tekken 3 is considered to be one of the greatest games ever. Total of over 8 million copies were sold worldwide. I mean, I'm guessing the game, the game certainly had to be popular in Japan because the game was developed by uh, Namco, which was a Japanese multinational video game developer, which was... Um, headquartered in Tokyo, but of course, since they were powerful, they had several international branches, they had obviously one in one in California, one in Europe, obviously, you know, they were that powerful, and I, I, I gotta ask for some of you out there, if there's any Japanese gamers listening, and if you're, if you're really familiar with Namco, I have to, I'm not sure about this, but I'm pretty sure that Time Crisis was also, uh, pub, was also developed by uh, Namco, so uh, if y'all want to reach out to me just to confirm, you know, definitely... Cause, uh, but, uh, I'm not sure, I mean, I, I really don't know anything about Namco, really, I mean, other than Tekken and, and supposedly Time Crisis, but, I, I mean, I'm really actually curious to know what, whatever happened to Namco, I mean, did they just go out of business, did they go bankrupt, I mean, I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me, you know, I mean, I'm sure that Tekken, really, I mean, in, in Japan, it, it must have been the most popular game in Japan, you know, during that time, or at least one of them. But, you know, I'm sure that Namco probably has, you know, competing with Sony. I mean, I'm sure how difficult things must have been. But but Tekken, you know, even to this day, it's got to be one of the most popular video games in, in Japanese video game history. And, you know, according to this, Tekken is the fourth most, is the fourth best-selling pl- game on the original PlayStation. Well, that tells it something. <laughs> I mean, t- I never had Tekken 3. Oh, okay. Wow. Grand Turismo, two of the, <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 and 8, <laughs> all above. You know, two games above Tekken 3. Grand Turismo 1 and 2, and Final Fantasy 7 and 8. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is right under it. <sighs> you know, I'm asking myself, I, I would have thought the like, like I, w- I would have thought Tomb Raider... And some of the Resident Evil games on the PlayStation would would have had to have been in this kind of place. I'm actually surprised, you know, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, or you know, Tekken Three is actually higher than, than those kind of games. I mean, I was never a play, I was never a dude, you know, with the original PlayStation. Although I did recently, I did recently play Tekken Three a couple of times in 2019 and 2020 because I bought the PlayStation Classic. Although. Wasn't well. It was worth it because I bought it in a store. It, I believe it was originally eighty, sixty to eighty bucks. But the manager offered it for me for twenty bucks because I was buying a lot of things, and he was grateful that I gave him some good business. So he decided to make a deal that I couldn't refuse. So I got the PlayStation Classic for a very good price, and of the only game that that I was interested in that one, it was Tech was Tekken Three. So, so I felt like, huh? It was just it was just like buying you know a copy of Tekken Three. I mean, I, I don't, I can't, I don't know exactly how much it would have cost when it first came out. I would have probably said maybe around 40 bucks, but. 
I don't know how video, if video games were priced uh, heavily back then. I'm sure they were, especially these popular ones, but... Yeah, but playing Tekken 3 on the PlayStation Classic, you know, doing the... The, the the little uh, mini game thing we were just talking about I can't believe I already forgot uh, the beat 'em up thingy uh, the uh, what's it called oh the Tekken Force thingy so that was fun but now I'm sure that some of you really want to know who was my go to guy in Tekken well more than anybody Jin was my favorite character to play as I don't know why but I always felt like Jin's fighting gear, like those martial arts pants with the flames on it, I always thought that was pretty cool, and those those fighting gloves, those combat fighting gloves that he has on, and that, like, that, that electricity that always kind of comes out, I always thought that was pretty cool. But I would always play as Law as well, you know, when I think of Law, you know, that kickback flip always comes to mind. I would always I'll sometimes play as King, sometimes as Yoshimitsu. I always thought that Yoshimitsu was cool. He was a cool badass. Sometimes as Eddie, I mean, I, w- I would switch simultaneously, but 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 Jin was my favorite guy. I mean, sometimes as Harong, you know, sometimes as, sometimes even as Nina, because I you know I always feel that Nina is a total badass. So, but other than that, I mean, really, I mean, if there was nobody that I played more as than Jin. I just felt that Jin was the coolest character, so I thought, hey, and 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 not only that, but every time you know. I remember, like, when I was uh, around that age, you know, a friend of mine who, who had, like, the N64 and the, and the PlayStation, he, he actually, when he got the game, he, he loved it so much. Like, he invited me along with several other boys over, and we had a tournament. And, you know, I mean, I did, I did pretty good, you know, eliminated a couple of people, but, but I played only as Jin. And, and some of the guys were actually telling me, Alex, don't play as Jin. Jin is terrible. Jim is awful. He's overrated. And I said, No. Jin is a badass. Jin is awesome. And they would say, okay, well, you're not going to make it very far. And I said, keep talking. You're jinxing yourself, buddy. But of course, they didn't listen. And you know, I would. And all those guys that tried to discourage me from playing as Jin, <laughs> I eliminated them in, in humiliating fashion. You know, it wasn't until I, you know, it wasn't until I played, you know, I don't remember exactly how long. I just know that I eliminated at least, you know, three, I eliminated three dudes and, the dude who invited us over, you know, he eliminated me and won the tournament, so. But, you know, th- that wasn't Tekken 3. I mean, in Tekken 4, I did kind of things different. I mean, I still played as Jin every now and then, but but doing that story mode, when I was playing as, as Kazuya, then I unlocked a character named Combot, that robot, and, you know, when I unlocked a Heihachi, I would always play, t- I would play the Tekken Force with him, and w- one of his moves was so cool. So, you know, so really, you know, unlocking all those characters kind of seemed annoying because you know you got to do the same thing over and over again. But eventually, you know, my my brother who loved Tekken as well would play it too. So it's, and then he would unlock some of the characters as well. And and I was surprised to see that some of the characters in Tekken Four there were some newer ones, but some of the characters in Tekken Three did not come back. And uh, I'm not sure who who was it that didn't come back, but I know that I don't think Eddie was in Tekken Four. And I I just like yeah <laughs> I really apologize I'm I'm starting so much I mean I'm sorry I'm just overcome with all this excitement it's really affecting my train of thought and I really can't think straight because I'm just having so much fun talking about video games you know that's what I do but okay here here were the returning characters in Tekken Four okay no Eddie okay so Eddie was in the game but he was only in the arcade okay I do not remember seeing him on the PS2 game. <laughs> 
I don't remember seeing Eddie. I mean, like I said, it's been over 15 years, but I do remember Jin being back, Harong, Brian, of course, Kazuya, Mishima comes back. You know, he's the guy, you know, Heihachi wanted the, the devil gene from. King, Ling as well, Martial Law, Nina Williams, Paul, Yoshimitsu, they all came back. And of course, you know, just like I mentioned, okay, Steve Fox, yeah, the, the the boxer, yeah. And then in combat, you know, the robot, they were these new newer characters. I'm like, it, it was cool. It was it was really awesome. So so many great memories with both Tekken three and four, but but the way these characters were created, like their fighting style, like you know, like martial arts, taekwondo. I think it was different. I'm not sure, you know, Eddie being a Brazilian dude, I'm guessing his style might have been like some sort of, I don't know. I mean, I really played as Eddie, honestly, but I just remember the the character is, is he's he's a Brazilian, and I remember his, and what I remember is that in, in the two games, there was there was more than one style, like, you know, some of these, uh, like, like the, like the fighting gear that they would, they would have is, uh, it's pretty different. Like there's always two of them, and I would I was I would always have a hard time picking, or at least like what was frustrating is that, like for Jin, like when I would pick him, like he would not appear with with, with the uh, flaming pants, like like I uh, like I remember. But then I remembered I would go on the internet and say, how do I cho- choose the styles? And I would find out because, I mean, not surprised. I mean, these fighting games, of course, they're they're gonna give characters these different styles, you know, of gear and and, and appearances and whatnot, but. But I remember in Tekken 3, you know, Eddie, how, how the two differences were. And I was, and I was like, huh, this is pretty cool. But, but, you, but Eddie was really fun to play as, really. But I, I feel kind of bad or silly that, that I never really played much with Eddie. I just felt like, you know what? Because, you, well, you know, I'll tell you what. Because my friend, there was a friend of mine who invited me that day. Like, every time I played against him, he, his, his go-to guy was Eddie. His go-to guy was Eddie, while his friend would always play as Yoshimitsu. But oh, I say not. I said his brother always played as Yoshimitsu. His older brother loved Yoshimitsu, you know, the the samurai dude. But but all these characters with all these these fighting styles and everything, it's it's got to. I mean, in the words of Wily Aki the Venomous Stare, Tekken Three was really a fighting game that was got tier. But. I'll take a closer look at some of these characters. I, I, I want to relearn a bit of description from those guys, but I remember the arcade opening of Tekken 3. It was pretty cool. And I remember before the game, like you see the two pictures, you would say Yoshimitsu versus Jen. You would see their their picture, especially when you, when you would pick them, but... Wow. Okay, so I'm gonna, Okay, so looking at Eddie... <laughs> Of course, his appearance. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, he's Brazilian. You know, he's got the dreadlocks. Really athletic dude, but <laughs> but I, I I never really knew exactly what his fighting style was. I mean, maybe it's jujitsu or whatever. I mean, I don't I don't know. I really don't know, but I just I just really honestly don't remember seeing Eddie on the PS2 version. Of uh, of Tekken Four, but I'm trying to find out. Maybe, oh, maybe I just don't remember. Or maybe he just wasn't in the PS2 version. But but it's saying every it's saying everywhere that he was a playable character, although he was not in the story. Okay. 
Hmm. Well, I know, okay, that's what I remember for sure. He was not in the story. But... Look at these... But look, looking at everything, I'm like, wow. I'm just, like, over overwhelmed right now, guys. I And I, and I really apologize, because I know I'm having a hard time talking, but... Man. Man, oh man, oh man. I just feel like... Now I just want to... I just want to find a way to... To play those games again, I'm you know I'm sure that you know the Tekken uh, for the PlayStation Five. I swear I swear to you, this was this is probably just this is probably a lie. I was probably lied to, but a friend of mine said that that it was rumored that the PlayStation Market Network would have every single game available from the PS2 to the PS1. So once I get the PS5, if if that marketplace has all the games, if it has Tekken Three and Tekken Four, then you bet that I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna download them, I'm gonna buy them, and I'm gonna play them again. Look at the sales, man. The sales were just okay. It says a little bit, a little over one million copies were sold in Japan. Wow. Amazing. I mean, I really believe there's more. I mean, like I said, Tekken Three is among one of the best video games you know ever created. So, I mean, I, I'm I I I can't imagine you know how, how much of an impact the sales made. It says, okay, it says here, wow, Tekken 3 sold eight, almost 8.5 million copies during the initial release. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I mean, Tekken 3, you know, even, you know, one publication has, you know, the Game Critics Awards has it as the best fighting game. Game Informer has the be- has it as the best fighting game of the year for that, that certain year. I mean, all the reviews are positive, like, mostly 9s out of, like, nine, 9s out of 10s. Nothing below, an, you know, Game Revolution has it at, as, at an A minus. I mean, everything's positive. Everything is positive. I mean, nothing really has been negative about this game. But if you want to hear, if if you want to hear my thoughts, on anything about negative on the game, I don't think there's anything negative at all. I guess the only thing that I, that I was annoyed was that I, I just don't remember like ask which style of, like which appearance of, the, of like which gear I wanted on the character, but but you know the game, the atmosphere, like you no. Know, the fighting venues. I mean, everything was just so cool. Tekken three and really just, it's it, it was a life changing moment for me. I mean, all these games are changing my life, but but Tekken three is really what got me into in, into these these style of fighting games. I mean, I was already into professional wrestling games, but Tekken three was just something different. Like I really think that if, if it wasn't for Tekken three, I probably would have had no interest in Mortal Kombat. Although Mortal Kombat tends to be different, but. But it's just, it's it's the same environment. It's it's fighting. It's fighting for survival. You know, it's a it's a fighting tournament. You know, just like in Tekken. You know, the whole thing of Mortal Kombat. There's a freaking tournament. But but Tekken three really changed my life. I mean, Tekken four was different because, like I said, you know, like like I said, Tekken four is where I actually played the story and played more and did multiplayer as well. And and it was cool. I mean, and I and I swear. In Tekken 4, a, a whole set of combos and, and moves were actually published into the game. Because there's a couple of new things that I saw that weren't in Tekken 3. But but o- o- overall, you know, I was very impressed. I was very impressed. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, and now it's also available on Google Podcasts. 
Thank you all very, very much. And I'd like to remind you that if there's any video game suggestions you want me to talk about or if you're interested in even being on the show, just find me on Twitter. The DM is open. You'll have your chance. And I'm willing to do anything. Like any ideas, anything, just let me know. Thank you all very, very much. And I'll see you next time.